Do you like scary movies and watered-down true crime? Then this is the podcast for you. We've been best friends for almost 30 years, and we've been getting high while watching movies together for most of it. Now we want to share that with you. So pour your white wine on ice and prepare your bud any way you choose. Because what would be girls' night without a little THC? Welcome back to another episode of THC True Hollywood Crime. Welcome back on a dark, stormy night in Northern California. It's incredible. Incredible. There's lightning. There's, I guess there's thunder if there's lightning. There's rain. There's wind. There's leaves everywhere. If you ask me, it was just a flashing lamppost. That's right. (laughs) I went and picked you up and the whole sky lit up. And I'm like, oh, whoa, did you see that lightning? You're like, no. No. What? (laughs) I'm like, oh, not in the whole, the whole, the whole sky, whole sky just lit up. Missed that, huh? Welcome to Nick's life all the time. <laughs> he's just oblivious. The craziest shit driving on the road. And he's like, oh my God, you didn't see that. And I'm like, huh? Yeah. He's like the guy who sees the UFO that nobody else in the car knows what he's talking about. Absolutely. Mm, that would be me. me. Uh, I'd be like, huh? Was it a Dairy Queen? Are we going back? That's so funny. Hi, how's it going? It's going. It's we have so much to talk about. I can't wait. I don't even know where to start. I guess Halloween. Yep, that's at the top of my list. Halloween party and trick or treating. All right, kick it off. What do you want to talk about? I mean, all of it was great. Uh, we had a typical block extravaganza. Our our th- third annual. Sure, it must be or fourth. Yeah. Happened starting COVID. COVID. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, we've been doing it a few years now. Yeah. So many pizzas. Always the Costco pizzas. So many fireworks. Yep. So many drunk adults lighting off fireworks. Uh huh. My son got to light off some fireworks, which were really fun. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. You, you're, as always, your uh, yard was decked out, ready to go. We had a whole canoe filled with booze. That was a really fun touch. And we had crafts for the kids and baked goods and a movie on the lawn. We tried to put on Ernest Scared Stupid. And all of our kids suck. No I one mean, appreciated it. I think there's just a lot of distractions going on. Absolutely. In all fairness to Ernest. Um, but yeah, it was great. A big scavenger hunt led one, by you. One kid had to go home because they were too scared of the decorations at night. What kid was that? The one that lives on the opposite side of the fence. One of the ones that fence hopped. He's old enough to fence hop, no. but not old enough to. I think he came with the parents around the. Oh, fence. got mm-hmm. it. Well, you know what, kid? I don't know what to tell you. But that was my favorite part of the night was when we were hanging out in my room with your kids mm-hmm. because our friend Ryan decided to break out our yearbooks. Yeah, that was really fun. And you have all of our middle school yearbooks and all of our high school yearbooks. So we got to see. Pictures of, and it's funny because our, our middle school yearbooks, that's the ages of my kids now. And that's why it was it's so, so fun to crazy, show such a full circle moment. And then to see us, um, they were your yearbooks. So what I signed in your yearbooks, mm-hmm. which was always funny. 
and, and yeah as we were doing that and i'm getting high we're looking out into my backyard and we're like who the fuck are those people yeah because those were the teenagers yeah we're like I'm, wait 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 yeah, we're like, <laughs> and that's also my favorite part of those parties is i'm like who'd you come with yeah. and where'd you come from yep so great another great another great year another great party another great year and then we did trick-or-treating that was on what a saturday night the party was saturday sunday i went to the corn maze you did How which was it? it was fine but yeah so sunday my uh, i took my kids to the corn maze we did the corn maze monday i feel like i did something no monday was monday because tuesday was halloween i believe i know but i feel like i did an oh we carved pumpkins i love it i was like i know i did a halloween activity on monday mm-hmm. carved mm-hmm. pumpkins and then boom so, uh tuesday was halloween yep when we hit your new neighborhood which was awesome great neighborhood although it is another one of those busy neighborhoods where you don't go door to door for the most part yeah there was some door to door but there are a lot of people in driveways, which I do understand because there's so many trick-or-treaters. Halloween's never going to be the same after COVID. Maybe not, but there were some people like my husband answered the door. Mm-hmm. You had to come knock on my door to get candy. And we got to go through a little haunted house. We did. That and was fun for the girls. So because we went that way, which was great and fine, um, we took a left basically into one part of the neighborhood. My middle schoolers took a right to the other side of the neighborhood. <laughs> Which I thought about, I don't know if we want to do this neighborhood again next year, but maybe we go right next time just because it's like literally an up and down the street, like less courts and turns and like just one right after another. However, there was a guy dressed as a scary clown chasing children on that side of the street. Well, you just sold. I know. Yeah. And he was paying attention because one of my kids' best friend's name is Maddie. And he must have heard middle schoolers obviously super loud and annoying. He heard that friend group call her Maddie. And so he waited real quietly and then he snuck up behind her and went, hey, Maddie, and then started like chasing them. So like the attention to detail, the paying attention to people's names to really get the scare factor. I live for it. I love it. Thank God that we can talk about it still and just really pull me out of this depression. No, no depression. We're doing good. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, and it was great for the littles because they got a ton of candy yeah. real quick. Yeah, mm-hmm. they got some good candy. And then mine just wanted to go back and hand out candy. So once she came back to the house, she took over candy duty. Mm-hmm. And it was so cute because at that point, it's mainly like really older kids or your middle school teenagers yeah. are basically left out and about. And so, like, you can hear them coming up the walkway, you Mm -hmm. know, being rowdy, being a little crazy. I personally have a real soft spot for, like, shithead middle schoolers. I think they're hilarious. And then it's like they come to the door. They're knocking on the door real loud. And it's this little six-year-old with a candy bowl bigger than her head. And their whole, every single time, their tone changes. And they go, oh, hey, trick or treat. And then they, like, they say trick or treat. She was committed to three pieces of candy per person although we were like give them handfuls nope. she's like uh-uh don't break three pieces that she hand chose for each so those are like big groups of kids and they all waited so patiently for her to be like one mm-hmm. two three one two three and they were all so sweet and kind to her that's really cute so she did that for like an hour after we got home incredible the only trick-or-treater that we got we made happen oh yeah 
when we pulled up onto our street, there were bright lights at the end of the court. Mm. And we just assumed something was wrong with the neighbors. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, oh, great. But no, it was an Amazon Prime delivery guy. Oh, you're all, please come knock on my door. No, we grabbed him. He was like getting back into his truck. We're like, absolutely not. We're like, for the love of God, come trick or treating. You're all, please, I just need one. No, why we're like. All the candy you can fit in your pockets. We're like, hit the canoe. At some point, you're not going to be driving tonight. Yeah. Like, fill up whatever you can. Yeah. And he did. And it was great. And then oh, he took exciting. pictures for us. How excited would you be if you went to a house that was like, please take our free candy and booze. Like, yep. put it in a bag. Yep. Take it. It was so fun. I my, love it. My one and only trick-or-treater. But I do know for a fact other people got to our house because I knew where all the candy bars were. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. And they went and found them? Mm-hmm great so yay halloween fun Mm -hmm. now we're getting ready for the big turkey day Mm -hmm. gobble 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 i'm going to my brother-in-law's house up on the northern coast where my kids can be country kids like we're gonna they jump on their little like atvs and like dirt bikes my oldest 13 year old wants to learn how to ride a motorcycle for real like not the little kid i don't know number (laughs) If you ask my husband, he'll be like, oh, yeah, they always jump on the little uh, mini Z580 or whatever. Yeah. But um, <sighs> my oldest wants to learn how to ride motorcycles. So they're going to jump on like a real dirt bike when we're up there, like the grown up size ones. And my brother-in-law has a dirt bike track that goes through the woods because he has woods on his property. And we go out there and we shoot BB guns and we have bonfires and we roast marshmallows and just let our kids be like country kids for a while. Thank God they have more coordination than I do because you know for a fact the one and only time I ever got on a fucking dirt bike I immediately fell and it landed on top of me yeah I'm excited for Zoe to be old enough to jump on one of the minis because I think she'll be there's nothing that kid can't do on wheels so naturally good at it yeah so she'll have some fun there's nothing that she hasn't conquered with wheels but Mm -hmm. I just love the idea of my oldest one day like Instead of getting them their first car, we get you them get a like motorcycle. Yeah, like a little like not a Harley, like a yeah. little like Honda or something. And like, how cute would that be? Because they're super goth and they like pull up to high school in their Forget little motorcycle, it. a little skull helmet. <laughs> that's so cute. I, I love that idea. But yeah, so that's what we're gonna go do for Thanks for Giving. What are you doing? Uh, we're gonna. The jury's out or no? I mean, we're definitely gonna go unless for to your in laws. Yeah, God forbid somebody wakes up sick you know you just you do what you can um but nick's boss was kind enough to loan us his mercedes travel van oh so it's got the bed and all that like it's got a full bathroom and kitchen so if you want to spend the night you can sleep in the van exactly fun exactly Mm -hmm. lou and i were thinking about that because we borrowed to move we borrowed one of his coworkers' vans that he had actually ripped everything out of the back because it's for his band to like get their Ooh. gear to their gigs. Mm-hmm. But I was like, dude, this van is so fun. Like it was so fun to ride around in. I'm like, I could see like van living. And it reminds me, my Aunt Eddie used to have a van when I was in middle school that had like the very back was like a couch that turns into a sleeper. Mm-hmm. And she had like, I think she had cabinets and a sink. She didn't have a stove though, but mm-hmm. maybe not a sink. She definitely had cabinets. Mm-hmm. And then she had some bench seating in the back. And then you're obviously your captain's chairs in the front. Yep. And I'm like, 
dude. So simple. We can get one of those vans, even for camping, because I'm kind of over camping. Obviously, we're old as fuck. I know. So I'm like, dude, we go camping and Lou and I can sleep in the van and, and the, the kids, kids can be in a tent. You know it. And I'm like, can you picture this? I'm like, dude, we're older and our kids have moved somewhere. And like, we're going to go visit the kids and we're going to take the van and we'll just, we'll sleep in the van, kids. You don't yeah. have to worry about us. Yeah. Oh, wow. What a dream. <laughs> I'm so excited about van life. And it's cheaper and easier than an RV. Mm-hmm. You know, as long as you have access to a bathroom That's or a bush to pee in, you're fine. Literally Bobby's whole game plan. Yes. If mm-hmm. I was a single person, I could definitely see that working out. But yeah. I think it would be fun even as a couple. Mm-hmm. Get the va- And the kids fucking loved the van. Obviously. Because it doesn't was, love a van. I know. And it was like one of the old school big metal ones. Forget like it. a fun van. Yeah. So they're in on it. They're like, fuck yeah, we want a van. Of course. Like you could take us to school in the van. I'm like, oh my God. All right. So I have... Just a couple reviews, and they are leading up to Halloween, so I'll just do them quickly because it feels like it's not the season any longer. Uh, I mean, we got to get it out. Mm-hmm. I did watch a new scary movie called mm-hmm. There's Someone Inside Your House. Yeah. And it's a Netflix movie, and it was fine. Great. It was fine. Easy. Okay. Easy to digest horror movie. Yeah. It is pretty violent. Okay. The deaths, they're, they're deathing. They're deathing. They're doing it. And the killer makes like a 3d print of your face to wear so when he comes to kill you he's wearing your Your face face. um and it's teenagers so you know i love i feel like horror movies teenagers are always the best yeah subject matter yeah very i know what you did last summer because it's the rumors flying around the school who's the killer who is it um and yeah, of course, there's some plot twists. There's a wild scene where they're like, I don't know if this is a spoiler or not, but some rich kid who has daddy issues um, throws a party and his dad has this secret like Nazi memorabilia collection. And so the kid turns everything that he can into like bongs and pipes. And so they're all smoking out of like Nazi gear. Oh, which my is God. Wild. I think I've seen this. Yes. And then I absolutely remember the Nazi smoking. Isn't it wild? Yes. <laughs> what a wild idea. Um, but yeah, so it was it was an easy horror movie. Yeah. Fun. Good deaths. That's so funny because you had sent me the text that you were going to watch it. And then I was like, oh, should I? And you're like, well, I'll let you know. And you never did. And here we are a month later. Yeah, watch it. And I just assumed that it was awful. No, no, no. It's yeah. not awful. It's mm-hmm. it's. It's pretty good. Yeah. I'd give it a no, B. Remembering the bits and pieces I do now, now that you've brought up the Nazi bong. I mean, how do you not remember that? Yeah. And the um, the main girl in it, she's already a, she's not like a loser, but she's not popular. But there, the whole thing is very Gen Z. Mm-hmm. And her friend group is very like kind of woke Gen Zers. And she's got a secret boyfriend who is the school like freak. Like everyone... Is kind of scared of him. Like they all think he's like the next school shooter type person. Yeah. Girl, she has him on the down low. It's her little secret boyfriend. And I get it, girl. Like he with his. We all want that one. Yeah. With his shaved head and his <laughs> like little kind of bad boy fuck you attitude. And he drives a real shitty car around and goes and picks her up in secret. I was like, yeah, yes, girl. please. That's my type. You found mm-hmm. him. That was that would be that the was one it. in high school that I would have been crushing on for sure. So that one was good. And then, weirdly, my kid, I think this was on Disney. So have you ever seen the cartoon movie Frankenweenie? Yeah. 
Do you know that that's based on a movie movie, like a short movie? No. From 1984, a live action Frankenweenie starring Shelley Duvall as the mom. What? And Daniel Stern, a.k.a. Marv from Home Alone as the dad. Bizarre. It is. It's just like the cartoon. They kept the cartoon very similar. This is probably like a a thirty minute like made for TV kind of shorty little yeah. movie, but it's a live action Frankenweenie with a real dog, and That's it's weird. great. Is it's, it? Yeah, it's great. I mean, I don't know. I think Violet thought the Frankenweenie was sad. I mean, a little bit. He comes back in the end, though. Yeah. Did she watch to the end? Yeah. Or she pull no, a Bailey? No. Where she decides it's sad. And Nick doesn't... won't let her. Are you serious? <laughs> you think Nick's going to let her get away with that yeah. shit? Absolutely not. No. And this one comes back to you in the end. But it, I do like it. Maybe try this one for her. I mean, there is a sad part. The dog does die and the kid is upset. Yeah. But there's something so much more like... Um, like, you know how, like, live action Adam's Family is always better than cartoon Adam's Family? Sure, it just sure, feels sure, sure. more fun, yeah, live action. Yeah, no, I got you. I got you. So they, I just couldn't believe it because I'd never seen it, never heard of it. No. And Shelley Duvall and Mar from Home Alone. Legends. These are all-star actors Yeah. in my book. Absolutely. I also learned that, have we ever talked about um, Catherine O'Hare being <sighs> in Nightmare Before Christmas? The voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have we talked about that before? We have. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just saw it on TikTok. It was like brand new information to me. No. I think we've got it on a podcast. I was like, whoa, this is amazing. I just forget everything. I know. All right. So there you go. There's my two quickie reviews. Well, wait, real quick. Did you end up watching all of, um, what is it, FNAC, Five Nights at Freddy or whatever? I haven't watched it from beginning to end. Okay. I'm sure it's fine, though. Um, I am currently watching the final seasons of the crown which i won't go into because i know that nobody listening nor you care about the crown but But you did it you stuck with it no that's the crown yeah not i was thinking succession never mind no the crown is about queen elizabeth obviously yeah of course it's only six seasons that's all they're ever going to do the first two seasons is young the middle two seasons is middle-aged and the last two seasons is older and the last two seasons is like the diana era Mm -hmm. girl the episode i just watched in season five so i'm a season behind made me scream out loud in my living room give it to me it is three years post diana and charles's separation they're not officially divorced yet but they are living in separate homes Mm -hmm. and it's officially known throughout the public that that they they are are separated. separated and Public favor is kind of going towards Charles's way. Like people are kind of vibing with him. He's kind of his image is looking good. And then his fucking uh, phone call audio tapes with his mistress at the time, Camilla, from like four years previously. So this is during his marriage gets leaked to the press. And when I tell you those audio tapes will make you want to kill yourself. He's on the phone with her and they're they start off with normal sexy talk right and it's just like he's like yeah i'll need to um like i don't know like he's talking about a speech he's like i'll have to kind of feel the crowd out and like feel out you know how this how it is and she's like yeah you're real good at feeling Feeling things things out out. he's like oh i wish i was feeling up and down your body right now and you're like okay it's you know it's getting there it's dirty talk holy shit 
when he starts talking about how he wants to live in her trousers because that's how bad he wants to be inside of her all the time. And he goes, I want to be inside you so bad. I would even be one of your Tampaxes. And 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 he's like, and you could use me however you want. You could take me in, take me out, take me in, take me. And she's like, she's like, oh, my God, like, that's so hot. She's like, yeah, but then I'd have to flush you away and I would never want you to be away from me. And she's like, maybe you could be my whole box of tampons so it never has to end. He's like, oh, my God, that would be my dream. No. So live in- I'm like, I'm this horrified. is the future king of England. <laughs> this is actual horror. This is a horror show. It's. I was screaming on the couch by myself. I did not imagine it was going to get that bad. Not the So there you go. There's your king, everybody. Uh, and he's you. married to her now. That's the queen of England. Get it, girl. Golly. Now, now you'll never have to worry about running out. Oh, my <laughs> God. Limited I supply. couldn't believe that, one, that's how they would think to, like, do sexy talk. And, two, that that shit got published. That was a wild episode. Let us know in the comments if you're overseas. Is that common sexy talk? <laughs> is that how you Brits get down? Is that what we like to talk about to get things going? So yeah, The Crown. What a fun show. Woo! I couldn't believe it. And really, Never felt sexier in my life. Really think that through, though. Think no. about who his family no. is. Because then it shows his sister reading the paper, no. his mother reading the paper. Royalty isn't anything like they're not special if anything they're I'm- not special i just can't imagine my mother who's known as the most prim proper respected Hearing woman on tapes. earth <laughs> reading that shit about me right oh my god so actually i don't have any respect for charles but i guess i have a smidge more now because he didn't fucking off himself afterwards and, and that takes real strength of character and i'm sorry you had diana what was wrong with those trousers? If because I had to pick a trouser to live in. he was, in all fairness, originally in love with Camilla, but she was a divorcee. And back then, you, couldn't, you had to marry a virgin and you couldn't marry a divorced person. So if he's you were always been after Camilla's. He's always been with her. He was yeah. with her before his marriage, during always. his marriage, after his marriage. I mean, then he's he's dedicated. I give it to him. Yeah, that is, his, in all fairness, that is his true love. And mm-hmm. he was forced into marrying somebody he did not want to marry. But Dang. yeah, the fact that he didn't kill himself because I'm like, I that might be the one. Yeah, that might push me For, over the fucking edge. Like I think about it, all respect to people in the sex industry, like to, to have your parents ever come or your child. Yeah, because you imagine them finding your porn. Oh, oh, yeah, rough. And it's a conversation Kim Kardashian is gonna have to have. Here it's pretty gonna soon. happen. Her kids are about to be in middle school. Those it's, middle schoolers are going to find that shit. It's gonna I guarantee you her nephews already have, right? Oh. Isn't her oldest nephew like going into high school soon? Courtney's oldest? Isn't he in like middle school? You think? It's got- well, because North is like 11. Yeah. So Agreed. for sure, who's the oldest? That's Mason? why he's not on the show anymore. Right? <laughs> he's been he's it's compromised. <laughs> All right, there you go. There's all my reviews. Dirty royal tampax and everything. Okay, well, um, Nick and I watched Five Nights at Freddy. Beginning to end. Yes. Great. I mean, it's Matthew Lillard, so we were so and excited. Josh Hutchinson. Right, I know, and PETA. Um, so, yeah, it's the acting was good. I liked all the actors and actresses. I liked the machines, mm-hmm. and I think it is fun for kids. And you unlike me unfortunately haven't really been exposed to FNAF before no so this is all news to you it is I have because my kids are older 
I've already been through the trenches with FNAF. Because we started watching it here because it was so cute. After our last recording, when we left, the tweens were in one room watching Scream. Yes. With one version of Matthew. Those Lillard. aren't tweens. Those are real teens. Okay. Those the are 13, actual, 14 The actual teens. The teens were watching Scream and the, the tweens, tweens, the 11 year olds, were watching Five Nights at Freddy's. Yes. A Matthew Lillard movie. And we're spanning generations. I know. Incredible. And the first killing happened. And I'm like, what the fuck? And you're like, B, it's made for kids. It's PG 13. Oh, you were disappointed. Yeah. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, it's a kid thing. It's like the kids' first kind of toe dipping into like creepy, edgy. And that's why I'm saying it is good. It's good for that. That's exactly what it is. Mm -hmm. It delivers that. And going into it based on that, that love it. Because Nick was like, this is weird. And I'm like, yeah, it it is. Because we're coming from Willy's Wonderland. Yes. Right? So it's like, well, nothing is going to compare. Right. Um, and it's kind of fun when you are old enough like we are to actually remember Chuck E. Cheese having those weird electronics. And, oh, my gosh, in news recently, breaking news. Oh, my gosh. There's a Chuck E. Cheese. They're getting rid of the animatronics. They already have been, B. I haven't seen an animatronic in Chuck E. Cheese in forever. Well, why? That's what makes them Chuck E. Cheese. No, now they have, like, people dressed as Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, it's kind of fun, though. I mean, I don't know if this is what this is telling our kids, but um, one of the employees will dress up as Charles E. Cheese and then come out and, like, make it rain tickets on the children. Ooh, like he's at a fucking strip club. That's a great. Okay. All right. So, My apologies. I'll backtrack then. Get rid of that. And, you know, it's and... probably some poor fucking 18-year-old, you know. That's incredible. Okay. But, yeah, no, they've been getting rid of the electronics for a while. Okay, and then oh, the killer on Netflix. I've seen the previews, but yeah. I have not seen it. And people are hyping it the fuck up. That means it's gonna be not good. It's, yeah, of course. Just like they did with Saw, they like make it artsy. It's an artsy hit hitman. Oh, okay. Who wants an artsy hitman? Yeah, Who I want Jason Statham mm-hmm. for real. And then just tonight, family movie time. Nick found. I don't know the actual name of it. It's Jersey Shore, mm-hmm. but with crabs. Okay. So there's land crabs mm-hmm. that are like literal, like Polly character. It's like a crab uh-huh. with like Paul, DJ Polly's hair. Okay. And they like rock out to house music okay. and it's on the Jersey Shore uh-huh. and they're beefing hard with the hermit crabs, which are like sea crabs. Oh. They need water. <laughs> okay. How weird. It is, but it's really good. Okay. And there's music. And you know I hate music. Yeah, but it's like music music. It's, yeah. But also, it's these fucking crabs that mm-hmm. look like Jersey Shore characters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like even the girl snail, her shell has like cheetah print. Yeah, that's so cute. Oh, my God. I Nick and I were dying. And Violet's like, why are you guys laughing so hard? And we're like, we just really like the movie. <laughs> Have you ever watched Zootopia? Yeah. Okay. That yeah. always the little, I don't know what they're like, little muskrats or whatever. And yeah. she's like, she's just like um, Snooky. Of course. She's so cute. Yeah. No, I love it. That's so fun. Okay. It, well, but yeah, the battle of the crabs. Because they do. They like work out in the way that they like fist pump their little cra- crab claws. <laughs> like, like, I can get into yeah. this. Yeah. 
so funny. Uh, all right. I've got some silly news. Always. I'll skip the Halloween related stuff. We'll, we'll get on with life. <laughs> Unfortunately. But this is also kind of like our Veterans Day episode. Mm-hmm. So let's shout out to a Las Vegas strip club that gave out free lap dances for military members on Veterans Day. As they should. Mm -hmm. That's fun. I thought that was great. And I bet you the girls make great money because they didn't have to pay for the lap dance in the first place because the lap dance is expensive. Oh, of course. It was the crazy horse. Yeah. And then they're going to get tipped wild. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then in pod related news. Oh, very similar to episode 91. Oh, boy. We've got a new bad nurse in town. Oh, shit. Fucking this nurse is charged with killing two patients, confesses to 19 others. Holy shit. Um, Secretly administering excessive amounts of insulin during this overnight bitch. shift. Why would you do that? Because they're disgusting. Oh, my God. Right? So just like the fucking episode. The only silver lining, and there is not a silver lining in that situation, but as somebody who uh, deals with insulin on a daily basis, I guarantee you those people died in their sleep. Yeah. They just went to sleep and never woke up. So that's the silver lining. I mean, I mean, she yeah. didn't do anything that like yeah. hurts them before right. they go out. Mm-hmm. They just probably went to sleep. Their blood sugar dropped too low and they just didn't wake back up, which is terrifying, by the way. But, you know, better than. I don't know, being on fire or something. In more shocking pod news, I have beef with you. Oh. How dare you? Oh, my God. <laughs> are we fighting right now on air? We are. Okay, okay, okay. Let's do it. You officially you. left out this nugget of information from episode 60. 60? Good luck getting me to remember what episode 60 is about. Oh my god, it's so fun. You're going to die when you hear this. Okay. Richard Ramirez's wife, Doreen. Okay. Whom we discussed. Okay. In that episode. Yeah. You failed to mention that without Miss Doreen, there would be no Uncle Jesse. She is literally the reason <laughs> that John Stamos is famous. How am I supposed to know that? You're not. But how did she make John Stamos famous? Girl. Apparently, she was like the head of Tiger Beat. What? And she was obsessed with John Stamos. Who's not? The same way she was obsessed with Richard Ramirez. (laughs) That's got to big up his ego. So crazy. Because I know Richard Ramirez thinks that he's a hottie with a body, but he ain't no John Stamos. No. So literally, she just saw Stamos in his attempts to trying to become famous and she plastered him on every Tiger Beat, which was huge. Like, there's no social yeah. media or anything. Like, if you're in Tiger Beat. I mean, even us in the 90s, we still had Tiger Beat. And so that is what got him his lead in General Hospital with Demi Moore. He played Blackie. Yes. I know this. Uh-huh. Oh, if anyone knows this, I know this. Girl. And then apparently he's got a whole relationship with the Beach Boys. Yeah, he's in the Beach Boys. Which is like... Which we might have also talked about. Yeah, he's in the Beach Boys. Yeah, which is crazy. In the 90s, it was more like guest spots. Yeah. But now he actively tours with With the the, Beach Boys. he's obsessed with them. But he's in the video for Kokomo, which I also know because it was the only song, remember, that used to get Zoe to calm down? So we've watched that video a lot. Girl, so John Stamos is obsessed with the Beach Boys like Doreen was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you're right. 
He's obsessed with the Beach Boys. So I just thought that was so funny to tie it back to the episode. I'm like, how dare you? Yeah. <laughs> Who was he being interviewed by? I cannot remember. He was on a podcast or an interview or something. And someone's mom called. Golly, who was it? I'll have to look it up. Oh, no. And John, uh, the the person was like, oh, it's just my mom. He's like, no, no, no. Answer. He's like, answer your mom's phone call. And the interviewer did. And he's like, let me let me talk to your mom. And he's like, because hey, he was on FaceTime. He's like, hey, John Stamos here. Like, and just putting on and so casually doing it, too, because he probably wasn't even putting it on thick. But he's John Stamos. So the Riz. Yeah. Right. That's what the kids call it. The Riz. Yeah. Was dripping. And he's like, where? Wait, where do you live? And whatever. Indianapolis. He's like, oh, you know what? Um. Yeah, I think the Beach Boys are going to be in Indianapolis on such and such date. If you want to, I would love for you and a couple friends to come. Representing the Beach Boys. And I'll, uh, you know, I'll make sure you guys get free tickets, get really taken care of. (laughs) Everyone in the comments was like, John Stamos' Riz for Moms is wild right now. And he still looks great. I mean, he was my first, he was probably my first celebrity crush. Yeah. When I used to watch Full House as a kid. Well, you and Doreen. Girl, Uncle Jesse was so goddamn. You don't have to tell me. Fine. That fucking ripped jean and. I just don't understand how somebody's that good. He was like Brad Pitt, good looking. Yeah. Where you're like, how are you that good looking? Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Oh, he had two nose jobs. Oh, he did. I wonder what his nose used to look like. I know. Because I love a fucked up nose. Ask Doreen. I will. Like my preferred nose is like a um. A little crooked. Yeah. Like, like who, it's been punched. Like who's on new girl. Is that Jake Johnson? No. Maybe. You know. I do know. That's what I like. Yeah. I like kind of a fucked up no, nose. No, I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe because I have a fucked up nose. Okay. And last but not least in sports news. Oh. Our sports. Our official sports news. We are sports fans now. We are sports girls. A possum runs out onto a field <laughs> during a Texas Tech football game. Good. That's the most Texas thing to ever have happen. And in a cross world event where pod meets sports, we all know that Gypsy Rose is set to be released Mm -hmm. this next month. And her first plan is to go to a Chiefs game on December 31st because it's her dream to meet Taylor Swift. And she's going to shoot her shot. Okay. That's it. All right. So there we go. I feel like there's other ways you could figure out how to do it, but okay. That's that's her way because they're also really big Chiefs fans, apparently. Her and her fiance, husband, whatever. Yeah, and we all saw, of course, that Travis was in Argentina. Oh, of course. So that was fun. Now it's not fun because did you see about all the shit in Brazil? The girl that died. A girl, and that then the concert that got canceled mm-hmm. got delayed till Monday because um, it's just too the fucking heat. hot. It's mm-hmm. just too. Fu- and there's footage. First of all, there's footage of Taylor stopping her concert to like, to give you water. need to get water mm-hmm. out to these people. And then there's um, footage of her like finishing her numbers and she'll turn around away from the crowd. But obviously some people can still see her and she's like struggling so hard. Like she's yeah. about to pass out. So yeah. hopefully everyone else is safe. That's really sad about that girl. 23. I mean, golly, way uh, too young. Of all the things I've read, not one person has been like, is this at taylor's fault it's the fault of the venue yeah and Mm -hmm. i think the fact that she's stopping her concert to try to fix the problem and then says a lot before she canceled tonight's concert already there were differences like she had water stations installed she had people walking around the wait lines 
for to hand out water. The ventilation system was opened, which I guess it was closed before. And she had fans put out like she went above and beyond to like try to fix it. And then it's still like, I guess, probably too risky. I get it. It would be so scary. So crazy. It's my nightmares to be in a crowd like that in that kind of heat and that kind of like excitement. And I've never been to Brazil, so I can only imagine in that heat. It's probably a humid heat, too. And it's, is it below the equator, B? I'm pretty sure it is. (laughs) You're really hitting me with some zingers tonight. Rubber and lightning. As you well know, if it's below the equator, they're in summer right now. Gotcha. Did you know that? No. Okay. So anything south of the equator is, the opposite is of opposite us. seasons. Yeah. So like Australia's Christmas is a summer holiday. That makes sense. It makes, I kind of, it's kind of weird. I mean, of course, everything's weird. I gave up on life. I mean. Yeah. Why, I gave why, up on life. Why do we even have conversations anymore? I had asked you earlier, I wanted to know because I was wearing my son's Crocs as we were walking into my house with all the lightning, <laughs> if it's safe to wear Crocs in a lightning storm because rubber grounds you from electric shock and i said sure but i would love to know the answer i'll have to google it leave it in the comments (laughs) (laughs) the love of god now that we're a bottle of wine deep should we get into our thanksgiving sode and veterans day episode i don't know if mine's technically a veteran mine is okay well hey cheers Cheers to thanksgiving cheers to veterans day cheers to the veterans God bless you. I have a lot of veterans in my family, including my baby sister, who you guys have met on this pod. She's an episode, God knows what, like 11 or something. Nick's dad is a veteran. Yep. We called him as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, shout out to the veterans out there. Also, we can fuck it up. Boop, boop. Fuck what up? Everything. The state of the world now. Okay. They, they <laughs> fought so that we could set the world on fire. <laughs> Anyways, as you're listening, if you'd like to play our patent pending THC drinking game, take a drink of whatever you're drinking, even if it's just water, or if you're smoking, take a hit of whatever you're smoking, like B just did. Anytime we mention a badass big sister, a past THC episode, we spill something, we mention an any reference to our all-time favorite TV show, Monk, we cheers, or if we say the same thing at the same time. Bonus drink when you hear us name the episode, because we never know when we name the episode. Only you guys know, because I name it after we're done. I love it. So pay attention to the title, and when you hear us say it, sometimes it's real hidden. You got to... Is this... There we go. Sometimes it's real <laughs> hidden. You got to really pay attention. So Yeah. Like the time that I did it when I wasn't breathing. <laughs> right. So our Thanksgiving episode, it is hard to find Thanksgiving cases that fit the brief for our show. Meaning there are some really, really good Thanksgiving true crime out there that they haven't made movies about yet. Or even movies similar to it. So here's hopes that one day Lifetime pulls through and makes a movie about some of these cases because there are some really good true crime out there. But that's not the point of this podcast. Now that you say that, of all the Lifetimes besides John Bonet, none of them are holiday related. Interesting. They don't like I think they want to stick to like happy holiday. Like I think they pivot. 
pretty oh, hard. Oh, right. They don't want to ruin the brand because they're such into... Uh-huh. Because really, besides John Bonet, I can't think of one other lifetime that we've done that's had any kind of holiday link. I also have something I want you to smell. Should we remind me when this is over? Oh, at the and end. And we'll do a quick little review. Ooh, how exciting. I almost forgot. This is the case, whatever. The mur- We're a bottle of wine deep <laughs> now, so good luck, guys. For all the people listening who doesn't like it when we get drunk and talk. Sorry. Sorry. This is the murders of Hallie Kiefer and Nicholas Brady. I have a hard time with her last name. It might be Kiefer, but I like Kiefer. It always like reminds Kiefer me of Sutherland. No, it reminds me of Teen Mom. Oh, Ke- how much Teen Mom have you watched? Not of oh, Janelle. Right. Okay. So Janelle's oh, boyfriend back Kiefer. then. Yeah her, yeah. her her mom used to be like, you and Kiefer. You and Kiefer. You and Kiefer. Yeah, just yeah, out yeah. there smoking your dope. <laughs> wow. I together. have a short, it's a very short case. Oh, and you watched the movie. Mm. Don't breathe. 2016. Which goes against our year's goal of breathing. That's that's it. That's all we're doing to survive. We are deep breathing. We are working on our deep breaths. When life gets overwhelming. Breathe. We just take a deep breath and recenter. But this movie is telling you not to breathe. So. Hold it. <laughs> Stop breathing right now. <laughs> okay, I got everything from investigationdiscovery.com and Wikipedia. That's kind of it. There's not much on this. I love it. And it's a bit of a stretch. I got like 11 pages. To so say let's that go. don't breathe is based on this is a little We're wild. doing our best, guys. Yeah. You come back. You like it. Dirty <laughs> little fuckers. Okay, okay. Thanksgiving. 2012. Yes. In Little Falls, Minnesota. 64-year-old Byron Smith is at his neighbor's house for the holiday. This retired U.S. State Department security engineer. I don't know if that's official military to make him a veteran. <laughs> no. But we're going to But it's excited. like a fancy thing. Yeah. Retired that's U.S. Uniformed. State Department security mm-hmm. engineer is single and he has no kids so he's celebrating with the neighbors for turkey day okay cute now the months leading up to the holiday byron's house has been broken into he claims at least six times oh my god he only reported it the first couple times and the police didn't really do anything about it so frustrated he just stops reporting it he claims that stolen from his house is four thousand dollars in cash a rare coin collection, power tools, and this ties in Veterans Day. The most important thing stolen is his dad's prisoner of war watch. Devastating. That that's a big that's item. That's it. That's the only item that matters. Yep. So with no help from local police, Byron decides to take matters into his own hands. Remember, security engineer. He installs a security system and starts to wear a gun in a holster. 24 7 okay well you know yeah anytime he's walking around for sure so when he's at his neighbor's house and he sees that down the street 18 year old Haley Kiefer and 17 year old Nicholas Brady who is her cousin are sneaking around the outside of his house he becomes immediately suspicious because these are the people that he already believes have been breaking into his house he's Forget already it. suspicious of them he and sees here they them are creeping around he leaves the gathering abruptly and he leaves his car behind at his neighbor's. 
He gets back home. He enters quietly and begins to remove all the light bulbs in the house. And then he turns on his recording devices. He has audio and visual recording devices. Okay. And then he sits in a chair in the corner of his basement, hidden in the shadows. Creepy as fuck. He hears a window break in the second story, and Nicholas enters the home. Byron waits quietly for 12 minutes until Nicholas finally heads down the basement stairs. Mm -hmm. Byron then gets up, shoots Nicholas two times with no warning. Nicholas falls down the stairs and Byron shoots him multiple times and finally shoots him once in the head, killing him. Dang. He then mocks Nicholas and wraps him up in a tarp and pulls him to, I think, like a closet in the basement. Okay. He then sits back down in his hidden position and waits in silence. Haley is now in the house and she's calling out for her cousin, Nicholas. She finally heads down to the basement where, again, Byron shoots her with no warning. She falls down the stairs and he shoots repeatedly into her torso while disgusting, degrading remarks he makes about her. He degrades her the whole time and then eventually drags her into the closet with her cousin. She's still alive this whole time. And he finally shoots her in the head, killing her. Goddamn. He then waits it out till the next day. And the next day, he goes to the police and reports what happened to the police department. And they confirm that they were there. They were probably there to rob the house. And so is this a clear case of, like, self-defense? It depends. Well, we'll get into it. Nicholas's sister confirms that he does steal a lot and he's even stolen from her multiple times to help pay for his drug habit. There's evidence in Nicholas's car tying both him and Haley to a burglar. Uh, I can't say the word burglary that nice. happened the night before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And in a statement to police, Byron claims that he obviously shot them in self-defense And that after he shot Haley, she stood back up and was like laughing at him and like kind of making fun of him and laughing. So, of course, he shot her again, because what are you going to do if you shoot somebody and they pop back up like nothing happened? You're going to shoot them again. However, the police have Byron's audio that he recorded. Mm -hmm. I don't think they got a lot on like the visual aspect, but they have audio from the whole night. Yeah. And on, on the audio tapes... (laughs) much like King Charles learned on the audio tapes. The truth is told. And that is that she is not Haley is not laughing at him. In fact, she's repeatedly just saying, oh, my God, over and over and over again. And this leads Byron to admit to the police that he did shoot more times than than necessary. Mm -hmm. So legally, the first shots would have been covered by Minnesota state law. Mm-hmm. It's very similar to the stand your ground law that mm-hmm. everyone talks about in Florida, although this one is not quite as uh, severe. Mm-hmm. Florida and Texas have like some pretty hardcore stand your ground laws. Of course. Where you can do anything to anybody who's on your property. Yeah. This one's not as severe, but it does say that if someone's on your property, 
you can, can defend, like, shoot defend yourself. Yeah. But the follow-up shots, the excessive shots, that counts as murder. The sheriff says, quote, the law doesn't permit you to execute somebody once the threat is gone. Yeah. In addition to these audio recordings of what happened that night, there is six hours of audio of Byron like rehearsing the lines he was going to say after like he was rehearsing shooting them and then like practicing his lines his like degrading bullshit that he was saying to them so obviously he had thought about this beforehand Mm -hmm. and then byron also made statements to the police like the following i am not a bleeding heart liberal I felt like I was cleaning up a mess, not like spilled food, not like vomit, not even like diarrhea, the worst mess possible. And I was stuck with it. In some tiny little respect, I was doing my civic duty. If the law enforcement system couldn't handle it, I had to do it. I had to do it. The law system couldn't handle her and it fell into my lap and she dropped her problem into my lap and she threw her own problem into my face and I had to clean it up. Dang. These statements, along with the evidence that he had pre-planned the shootings, along with the excessive shots with no warning. Yeah. Remember, he gave no warning that he was there, that he was going to shoot them, that he had a gun. And the fact that just little things like he left his car at the neighbor's house. So that way it would look like he wasn't home. So he could sneak into the house and then take out the light bulbs. It was a setup. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. This all leads him to be indicted on two counts of first degree murder in April 2013. April 21st, 2014, his trial starts. And April 29th, Byron is found guilty of two counts of first degree murder and two counts of second degree murder, which lands him life in prison with no chance of parole. At the end, the most convincing piece of evidence for the jury was Byron's own audio recordings that Mm -hmm. he set up in his own paranoia. He has appealed twice and that has led to nothing. And Byron Smith is still alive and he is at Oak Parks Heights Maximum Security Prison to this day. Dang. There you go. There's your... Thanksgiving true crime case. I think there's quite a bit of similarity. I do. I have seen Don't Breathe once before. I don't remember a ton about it. But when I was looking at the specs of the movie, I was like, oh, I see. It's I see some stuff in there. Absolutely. And I see some real Thanksgiving stuff. in Oh, there. yeah. All right. Let's crack a seltzer in. Let's, get it on. Let's roll. All right. We got our fresh salts. Let's get into this wild fucking movie. For real. Should we, for every Thanksgiving episode, you should, at the end, give it your knife review and then rate whether it's better or worse than, what is that, Blood Rage? Is that the name of it? I don't know that anything could be better. Yeah. Isn't that the Thanksgiving movie, Blood Rage? Yeah. No, that's my new favorite Thanksgiving movie, and I don't think that it would be fair to compare any other. Should we go see the new Thanksgiving horror movie? Yeah. Yeah. For fun? For... I mean, I don't know when, but yeah. I mean, it's a holiday. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Hit me. So from an aerial view, we see houses lining the streets of an abandoned neighborhood. And there's the sounds of sirens in the background. And we slowly zoom in on a man dragging the body of a young woman. And we don't know if she's dead or unconscious. 
from there, we skip to this little rat pack of hoodlums. <laughs> Youth. All right. We've got Rocky, Money, <laughs> and Alex. <laughs> That's funny. And they're trying to make their way out of Detroit by committing petty theft. They've just successfully broken into a very nice house where they're instruct- instructed to take anything but cash. Because apparently if you take cash, it's larceny. Oh. Right. If you take stuff. It's, it's just robbery or whatever. That exactly. It's not that big of a it's deal. It's like a petty crime. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It was very bling-a-ringy. When we see Rocky trying on all these nice designer clothes, kind of playing dress up. Alex provides the locations that he gets thanks to his dad's security company. Oh, snap. The next target is a veteran who received a six-figure payout from a family of a girl who killed his daughter in a car accident. And she was found innocent of manslaughter. Right. So again, justice is not prevailing. Right. That can be hard. So Alex is trying to talk Rocky out of it, reminding her like, hey, we don't take cash. But this could also be the one last hit that gets them all out of the hood, basically. That's every movie. It's always one last job. What could it hurt? Right. Alex is also clearly in love with Rocky. Okay. Is Rocky hot? Sure. But she's also already in a relationship with money. So the whole thing. Oh, it's drama. Thought you were talking about money, money. No, money, obviously. Obviously. Okay. They surveillance the area and they decide that it's an easy hit, especially when they see that the man, the veteran, is out walking his dog and he's using a guide stick because he's fucking blind. So they're like, jackpot. Again, Alex is like, really? We're going to rob a blind veteran whose daughter was murdered? It's pretty wild. (laughs) It's a wild concept. (laughs) But without Alex... Money and Rocky can't really do it. Like, he's the one that provides the location and the surveillance, or not the surveillance, but, like, the security codes and the keys and all that. Like, he's the main thing. And so they're afraid he's going to back out, and they're like, okay, then fuck it. We're doing it tonight. Like, let's let's go. Let's roll. The neighborhood's deserted. It's 2 a.m. It's dark. It's silent. Except for the dogs barking in the background, including the blind man's Rottweiler. Uh, the cutest. Love a Rotty forever and ever. Whom they distract with treats that are concealing little sedatives. Right. The keys that Alex got from daddy aren't enough to break in because homeboy has installed like additional locks. On of everything. He has. There's like bars on the window and deadlocks and blah, blah, blah. My type of guy. This I'm, is my dream. Uh, right for real. <laughs> Literally. Mm-hmm. They do find one window without bars that's just 
big enough that Rocky can climb in. Okay. So once inside, they all take off their shoes and they get to work. And they separate, searching the house. Upstairs, Money finds the blind man sleeping in a room with the TV on. My guy. I love it. That just fucking white noise. And that's what you like? The best. I will never sleep if that's on. Ugh. Apparently, he's got some, like, makeshift gas bomb that will slowly release. But, like, when he sets it off, it, like, makes a noise that alerts the blind man. So, suddenly, he's sitting up, right? Money freezes. Old man turns off the TV, goes back to sleep. And so, Money's like, cool. He'll be out cold eventually, right? Like, we're good. He goes downstairs informs the others and that's it they gotta they gotta find the money they find a door that's like extra secured so they're like obviously this is where the cash has to be mm-hmm. they can't open the locks so money wants to shoot the lock open and alex is like are you fucking kidding me so not only are we stealing cash which is larceny but now you brought a gun so now he has the right to fucking defend himself. Right. He's like, you've just made this the worst case scenario. He's like, I don't know that I can do this. Like, we need to leave. He's begging Rocky. Like, come on. And Rocky's like, no, like, I'm going to stick it out. This is it. And so Alex leaves. And money fucking shoots the lock off. And the fucking old man is obviously downstairs. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Right? Rocky is silent enough that he doesn't know that she's there. But money is already just running his mouth. Just fucking running his shit. And what do you expect from a guy named Money? I know. To scare the old man, Rocky shoots near him. And when the gun goes off, it really, like, it scares him more. So the old man lunges at him, gets him, knocks him against the wall, and fucking shoots him through his chin with his own gun. Well, there you go. Rocky manages to hold him in her screams. So the guy still doesn't know that she's there. And meanwhile, Alex is barely, like, walking away as he hears all this go down. So, of course, he needs to be the hero. Yeah. He needs to go and see what's going on. So he's coming back in the house, almost coming face to face with the blind man who is now reattaching all these new locks, trapping them both inside. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And so Rocky's hiding in a closet when she sees the old man check a hidden safe and even catches a glimpse of the code to get in. And, of course, that's where the money is. Yeah. Once the old man is gone and she and Alex find each other, they agree that they're going to call the cops about money, getting shot and everything. But Rocky's like, I'm not leaving without this fucking money. Like, she's so desperate for this money. I mean, you've came this far, right? Mm -hmm. And you already lost your guy. Yeah. So they get the money. And just as they're trying to leave through the front door which is bolted, 
That's when the old man is coming back to bag up um, her ex money, right? The, the, the dead guy. So they pivot and they go downstairs into the basement. I mean, classic horror movie mistake. Don't trap yourself with less exits. This is when shit gets fucking wild. This is when it takes a real left. Okay. They have one flashlight between them to navigate the clutter. When out of nowhere, this fucking gagged, chained woman just comes running at them. (laughs) In the fucking darkness. So scary. Oh my God. Have you seen this movie before? Yeah, I don't I don't know if Nick and I saw it at home or in the theater, but either way. Yeah, yeah. it's been a while. Mm-hmm. Okay. But still, when she just fucking comes. So when she comes running at them, it alerts this bell upstairs. So now the fucking man knows that someone's in his house. Mm-hmm. He finds all the shoes by the door. Yeah. So he counts. He's like, well, one, two, three. He yeah. killed one. There's mm-hmm. two left. He immediately checks the safe. The money's gone. And I was like, it's fucking game on. Right. It's over. So in the basement, in this dim light, the girl has this room made out of old mattresses. She's down on her hands and knees. She's pleading with Rocky and Alex through these muffled sobs when they find a newspaper clipping that reveals that she is Cindy, the girl driving the car that killed the blind man's daughter. Got it. Dun, dun, dun. Yep. She's pointing to another safe, which just so happens to have the same fucking code. Wow. Get it together, old man. Of I, all- I got to be honest. I don't feel like Byron would have done that. I feel like that's a, a security that's engineer. That's a loser move. Yeah, I feel like a security engineer would have that's had stupid. different codes mm-hmm. for different safes. Mm-hmm. Safeses. Different safeses will have different codices. They get her unchained, but the poor girl can barely walk. She's been locked up for so long. They find a door out. They unlock it just in time for the old man to be standing on the other side waiting. He shoots Alex in the ear, shoots Rocky, who's got like her hand around her phone, knocks that out of the way and shoots Cindy in the neck, causing her to bleed out. So back down in the basement when the blind man is evaluating the situation and he realizes that he's killed the girl in the chains, Mm -hmm. he's overcome with grief. Oh. And you're kind of like, why? Mm -hmm. Right? Like, why do you have this girl chained down here if it's not for revenge for killing your daughter? Mm -hmm. She is dead but Alex and Rocky have the opportunity now to run back upstairs, but he is already on their tracks. He's shooting out the only light source that they have, and so now they're in darkness just like him. Okay. The old man finds Alex first, but of course at this point he's out of bullets, so Alex ends up pushing like a shelf over onto him, and they do get upstairs but unfortunately, they're not alone like they thought because the dog is back. He woke up. And he's ready to join the fun. And so Alex is like, look, the dog can't get both of us. So he kind of has he and Alex run upstairs to a bedroom where he secures the door with his weight. Mm-hmm. 
and she goes up into like the heating and duct fence. Okay. But it's a movie. Yeah. So the dog bursts through the door. <laughs> yeah, of course. And pushes Alex through the window. Yeah. He goes flying through the window down back into the basement. Dog's fucking like, Cujo. It's so fucking dramatic. It really is. It is so Cujo. And so he survives all of this, right? Only for the old man to shoot him, which he also survives. Meanwhile, Rocky's climbing through this fucking maze of air ducting. Doing fucking nothing. Right? She tumbles down some fucking shaft. So they're both fucked up. They're yeah, they're yeah. so badly Just hurt. Just kill us at this point, please. Alec attempts to fight the blind man, ends up getting um, gardening shears. Somehow they he's attacked, but we don't see the end result, right? We're just left to believe that he's dead. Never believe that, not until you see a body. And as Rocky regains consciousness, she's dragged from the air ducts by the old man and slammed to the floor. She's strangled long enough to knock her out. And again, when she regains her consciousness, this time she's the replacement girl in the chains. Yep. And now we find out the reason why the blind man got so upset about Cindy dying. Right? Mm -hmm. If it wasn't for revenge, he goes on to explain that, yes, it was unfair that Cindy got away with murdering his daughter, but he didn't take her for the revenge. He took her to get a new child. Right. She was pregnant with his new child. So now he's lost another child and it's her fault. Mm -hmm. And now it's her turn. Okay. Right. She has to be accountable for the unborn child. And in a shocking turn of events, Alex is still alive. (laughs) Yeah. And what is he doing? He's finding the keys this time. Thank God for him. He wants to make sure that they can unlock the front door before he goes to find Rocky. What a concept. Who's being hoisted up into the air by her change, which is very Ariel Castro, episode 80. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Definitely. Even, I think, a little bit um, the girl next door. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And the old man, kind of in a John Kramer-esque vibe. He's like, I would never rape you. I would never force myself upon you. That would be crazy. Crazy. Yeah. (laughs) Instead, I'm going to artificially inseminate you with a turkey baster. There it is. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Cling, cling, cling. Gobble, think of, gobble. Think about that when you're basting that turkey. Mm. That My, reminds me. I actually need to buy a turkey baster. I don't have one anymore. That's so funny. I think I lost it in the move. As the old man restrains her legs, we prepare for the worst. And suddenly we see blood splatter across Rocky's face as Alex comes from up behind and smashes the old man's head in with a shovel. Yes. Alex gets Rocky out of the chains and they lock the old man up. And obviously Rocky goes off on him as she rightfully should. But 
She shoves the sperm-filled baster down his throat. Okay. Causing him to choke on his own cum. All right. Before they come to their moral dilemma. Do they leave him in the chains alive? Mm-hmm. Or do they kill him? And Alex is like, yo, I was not almost sexually assaulted by a baster. So you make the call. Yeah. He's like, I'm down for whatever. Alex also points out, you know, our man of logic. After everything that's happened, there's no way that the man can actually report, like, the money stolen. Like, after everything that's gone down tonight. Right. It's almost going to incriminate him more. hmm And so... All said and done, they leave him chained in the basement. Alex goes to open the door when suddenly the blind man comes out of nowhere and shoots Alex for, like, I don't know, the hundredth time. Yeah, right. Alex is now officially dead. Rocky goes out onto the street it's daylight she turns around the blind man's watching her from the porch the dog rounds the corner oh my god again the girl's fallen down a shaft yeah like almost been assaulted in chains yeah she's got to outrun this fucking dog yeah and it's an abandoned neighborhood so there's no neighbors to go find help from god bless her she makes it to the car And doesn't have keys. Always. Oh, my God. Classic horror movie. Oh, my God. And I give her a lot of credit because she has many opportunities to kill the dog. Mm -hmm. And she doesn't. Oh, that's nice. So she traps the dog. I mean, now might be the time, though. I mean, listen, I don't want to kill a dog either. But now might be the time. No. Somehow she manages to trap the dog in the car. But now she's on the street. She has nowhere to hide, obviously. This is where we circle back to our first scene. The blind man has her. He's dragging her. Oh, yeah. We're going back to the house. How does she not outrun the blind guy? It's been rough. (laughs) I get it. She's probably a noisy runner right now. Just like quietly walk, you know? Mm -hmm. So she's laying on the ground regretting everything. When she remembers the house alarm. So when the blind man isn't looking and she sets off the security system, it distracts him with like the loud noise. Yeah. She finds a crowbar and she beats the fuck out of him. Nice. He tumbles down into the basement. He lands. His gun goes off and it shoots him. Rocky locks the door. And this time she doesn't look back. She hears the sirens. She grabs her backpack full of the cash. She got what she wanted. She fucking takes off. The next time we see her, she's being a badass big sister. Oh, shit. As she waits with her little sister at the bus station as they get ready to head to California and start their new life together. Uh, Welcome to California, ladies. Unfortunately... Before they get on the bus, she sees the news that's reporting what went down. But according to the reporter, this poor, disabled veteran was attacked by these attempted robbers. But he 
heroically defended himself. Yeah. While he sustained many injuries, he is expected to survive. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Leading to not one, but dos sequels. Yeah, that's right. I was going to say, I know for sure there's a Don't Breathe 2. Mm-hmm. I've never seen either sequel, mm-hmm. but I did not know there was a Don't Breathe 3. All right. To be fair, I don't know if it exists yet, but there's been teasers for it mm. at the very least. Yeah. But Don't Breathe 2 is for sure out. Absolutely. Great. Wow. What a movie. So come on. I mean, he did. He got the money, the security, the bitterness against the cops. The darkness. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. The shooting of I'm young people. I'm going to give it at least a three. Oh, a three, three turkey basters, a three turkey, a three turkey, a three gobble gobble, a three gobble gobbles, a three gobble surprise. All right. Fantastic. Yeah. It was a good movie. It hit both holidays. And I really like the the girl in the basement's a real twist that you do not see coming. No, not only that, that she was pregnant. With his right. baby. Mm-hmm. So it's both. It's like, whoa. Where and that's did- the thing about the whole, oh, a disabled veteran, blah, 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 blah. He survived. But how do you explain the emaciated, like, girl that, like, how do they explain the whole basement scene? Mm-hmm. Clearly, that's not somebody who broke into his house to. So whatever. I don't really buy it. But I get it. They need to set um, up a sequel. Yeah, there's nothing to buy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nothing would to you watch? Would you watch Don't Breathe 2? No. No, thank you. <laughs> no, no, don't breathe. One was enough for you. No, thank you. Why? What? What about it makes you pause? What else are they gonna do? Mm, that's a good point. I'm, I'm like, what? What more do I need to see the blind man get attacked or attack more people? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, what? You're good. You're good. This fulfilled the need. I, I don't want to see him have a kid. I don't. <laughs> no, you don't want to see him be a doting dad. No. All right. Fantastic. Wow. What a Thanksgiving Day movie. I thought so. I mean, the turkey baster alone. That is wild. But very Thanksgiving. And I hate to bring this up at the end of the episode. We're still going to do your smell. So that'll oh, okay. make it better. But since we're talking about the turkey baster, for whatever reason, I remember. I remember the turkey on Monica's head. Yeah. And, oh, that's right. And Matthew Perry. Yeah. R.I.P. You know, R.I.P. We are, because we are old millennials, we are big Friends fans. It's um, problematic. I know. No, it's not just that. It's just, you know, people of younger generations. It's just a very millennial thing to like is Friends. But we love Friends. Um, Chandler was never my favorite favorite but i will say after listening to um celebrity memoir book club mm-hmm. i'm actually shocked he lived as long as he lived Agreed. when you hear how aggressive his addictions were and how much demons and pills he was putting away i'm glad that he was sober and i'm glad he turned his life around but i can't believe that the human body can like get through that so yeah I mean, at least he was around long enough to get sober and kind of see the light. And I'm sure it's real sad for his friends and family. The fa- I mean, any time that a parent outlives their child, it's sad, no matter how old that child is. I think the hardest part for me is that I feel like he was at a point where he was trying to live. Like he could right. have died 
so many times during a point where he didn't care about himself or his life because he was living with such demons. But this was a point where I feel like he was truly trying to live. And for whatever reasons, it just didn't mix. Yeah. And I think it's just even getting sober and everything. There's only so much you can put your heart through. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's only so much uh, extra pumping that heart can do before it. As I light up my cancer stick. I know. Well, it's not really a cancer stick. It's weed. Mm. Yeah, I know. Rest rest in peace. He was, I mean, a huge part of our adolescence. Uh, we, you're wearing your friend's shirt tonight, although it's not It's the friends. It's in the horror theme. movie friends, yes. No, it's in theme, absolutely. Speaking of what you're wearing, what's your look of the week? I'm going to hide in your closet. Oh, perfect. How long has it been since I hid in a closet? It's been a while. Yeah. Probably since episode, what was that, three or whatever, feeling yeah. froggy? Yeah, right? With my hands over my mouth. Why does that have to be in the closet? Because that's where she was hiding when he found the, when he did the safe. Okay. I just okay. thought it would be. Fun. I got to put my hands over my mouth and hide somewhere. Why okay. not be in a closet? Why not? Perfect. Love it. We love a closet moment. I mean, every horror, great horror movie in the world has had somebody hiding in a closet. We don't have a basement. Mm, no, I haven't had a basement in you a long time. Got some chains you want to put me in? Maybe. Um, I used to have a basement in Martinez, but I haven't had a basement in a long time. Never had a basement. So jealous. Really? I know. My um, dad's house in Antioch, California on Ninth Street not only had a basement, but it was a dark, scary basement with probably rodents and bugs, but it was a basement that you got through the floor. So you picked up a piece of the floor oh, that yes. was hidden and then you went that down. so the- Ash versus evil. Yes. Head. And you went down some weird fucking cement stairs into a weird cement basement that also yes. was like underneath the house so like so any cool. critters that were underneath the house could come into the basement so cool that's where my that's where we did the laundry love it <laughs> it's fucking terrifying all right so you have a smell for us tonight i have a review and it's something that i mentioned a couple episodes ago but we haven't reviewed it yet was it your body spray yes yes and i I'm, was gonna ask i'm almost out of it but my son has been <laughs> my son who's the kid that's the most like me has been really On nagging me to go to Bath and Body Works um, this week. So I'll go re-up on it. But this is from Bath and Body Works. In the stars. It's not officially a Baccarat dupe. However, when my client came in wearing this, I said, oh my God, you smell so good. Are you wearing a Baccarat dupe? Um, (coughs) Because I could tell it wasn't actually Baccarat. 540 or whatever but I was like oh maybe she's wearing like the alt one or like cloud and she's she's like I have no idea what this is she's all somebody gave this to me I'm like you smell incredible I literally went out that week and bought both the spray and the lotion I do think it smells really good it does not last as long as a perfume because it's a body spray but you ready to smell it and see what you think yes all right let's do it do you you want me to spray it in your vicinity oh shit Oh, yeah. It's wonderful. Yeah. Okay, so what makes it different? It feels a little lighter. Feels a little airier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The way that it comes 
across is a little bit sharper. Mm-hmm. But yeah. No, it's it's very nice. Yeah, for a little fifteen dollar body spritzy, spray. Spritzy, yeah, leave the shit and the, in the body car. cream is great too. So you layer it on. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Bath and Body Works. As it's settling down, it's very like musky. Yes, and very kind of everything we like. It's that sweet meets musk meets tobacco-y. But not too sweet, because god damn it, when people say sweet, like God, they, they mean, mean like cotton sweet, candy sweet and we cannot no this is like musky sweet no mm-hmm. yeah i like it i'm a fan so I'm i like it a lot more. very yep. fun well good i was gonna ask and i didn't have to yep there you go how exciting perfect all right well that's it for thanksgiving to see pictures from this week's episode bees look of the week Maybe a turkey baster. Go to Instagram, THC Podcast. That's where we upload all that stuff. If you want to talk to me, slide into my DMs. I'll get back to you eventually. If you want to leave us a a review, that'd be great. If you want to like, you know, leave us a little five-star review maybe. A little something, something. I mean, that'd be or fun. Drop us a comment, you know. If not, we're doing Whatever. this regardless. So it doesn't really matter. We're going to line up a fun December at this point and keep the holiday season rolling. Maybe we'll go see that movie and have a review for you guys. I mean, we're definitely going to have the review of one movie for sure. Definitely. Monk. <laughs> Sorry, say I have no idea what you're talking about. I know. That's why I was telling you. Monk, bitch. Yeah, I was thinking about that when I mentioned our rules. I'm like, oh, the Monk movie is coming. The Monk movie is coming. The Monk movie we will have. Oh, my gosh. Because Nick know? was asking me. He was going through our calendar and he's like, Monk movie? And I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the most important day of our lives. Oh my God. And I was thinking about our best friend tattoos. Oh, and I'm like, what have we got? No. Death Moth. But you had mentioned on a podcast <laughs> if we got Tony Shalhoub, but the face isn't the skull. It's Tony Shalhoub. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. RIP to whoever tattoo artist gets I, thrown that I idea. Know. I can't help myself. I'm just so excited. It's pretty good. It's going to be a monk miss. We can get um, the death moth with it's a blessing and a curse. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cute. That's so funny. All right. Anyways, a monk miss. Yes, it'll be a monk miss. Yeah. What a time to be alive. <laughs> I've never been more excited. Yep. All right. Thank you so much for listening. We love you. Hey, have a safe, fun Thanksgiving if you celebrate. If you don't, then fuck it. Take Take advantage of the Black Friday sales and the Cyber Monday sales. Right? I don't blame you. And uh, we love you and we will. Be a ho, ho, ho until we see you. Next time. Bye. (laughs) Gobble, gobble. (laughs) Clean your turkey basters.